Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you're listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. We're getting ready for Christmas, and one of the ways many people throughout the country will be getting ready for Christmas is by attending a Fathom event at a local theater for, for Christmas with the Chosen the Messengers episode. And so today I'm very happy to be speaking with Catherine Warnock. She is an executive strategist and innovator and holds a background in content, marketing, and branding-based leadership spanning film, television, editorial, fashion, and social enterprises. Previously, the head of faith and family content at MGM Studios, producer for international brands, Warner Brothers, Ford and more, and general manager of of Darling Magazine. Catherine is currently the producer with a global phenomenon television series, The Chosen. A mother of three toddlers, Catherine is a dual resident of America and the UK with an unwavering passion for positively affecting culture through purposeful, anchored, mission-driven media. And so I'm very excited to be speaking with her about the Christmas special, uh, Christmas with The Chosen. So thanks for joining me, Catherine. Oh, it's such a privilege. Thank you, Father Lumi. It's so you know, nice to meet you. Likewise. And um, I'm looking forward. Uh, I'll be out in Washington, D.C. at the Museum of the Bible uh, for the little release out there. And so really looking forward to that. And I think, you know, as we think about Christmas, so many people have their traditions already set in place. Like, for example, every year I watch a movie uh, with Bing Crosby, The Bells of St. Mary's. It's not explicitly a Christmas movie but he always sings Adeste Fidelis in it. And so I always make it a point. Others watch It's a Wonderful Life. And I'm thinking that the Christmas uh, the Christmas special that's coming out is going to be one of these hallmark events every year that people are going to want to participate and watch and uh, really make it a part of their Christmas preparations. Maybe just uh, a random question, I guess, but is there any way that you've prepared for Christmas throughout the years, you know, with just a simple tradition like that? Gosh, great question. Um, yes and no. I think I have always organically, um, I'm drawn to the humanity behind the birth of Christ. I always have been. I've always been drawn to, to in particular, what, what Mary had to go through. And I think this episode of What the Chosen is doing this year, um, the secret episode that we filmed for everyone, um, shows that in a whole new light. I think it's... Um, so honoring of the great sacrifice she 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 put forth um, to bring Christ into the world, um, and just how she's portrayed in the series. So I've that's always been a focus of mine of just really understanding the, the humanity of what it must have been like a really like passion of mine, Father Looney, of like a great dream of mine. If I were to have a superpower, would be to time travel, so that I I would I just I envision what would it have been like, and so that's how I. Um, that's a huge part of my relationship with Christ is just what would it have been like for you, for those that you loved and those that loved you. And how did producing Christmas with the chosen, the messengers, how does it make you think differently about Christmas this year than maybe in years past? I'll tell you what, to walk into, we had, um, we had the, the manger and the, um, you know, where Mary gave birth to Jesus, we had it completely staged. Um, and so you walk in and you see, you know, okay, this is where the cow is going to be with all the straw. This is all the manure on the ground. And this is where the donkey's going to be. And this is the main, this is the, the watering trough that Jesus is going to be laid in. And to walk in 
and to see it in, in real time almost, you know, to see this perfectly set designed, authentic historical depiction of what this would have looked like, of where she was asked to give birth. And that really made it real for me of just, oh my goodness, this wasn't, you know, some Cedar sinai Hospital in Los Angeles, you know, it, this was this was on a, a floor where you had, where Joseph had to probably scoop up manure just to make room. And we depict that in the episode. And so to, for me to personally see that and walk in and just have a moment of meditation and reflection um, by myself in that, on that set and just go, Oh my goodness. Um, I, I pray each of you while watching it, will have the same reaction. Just a moment of just kind of meditation with the Lord of just like, okay, a whole new perspective. So that's, you know, a spo- not a spoiler alert, I don't think. Everybody knows Jesus is born in a manger in Bethlehem. We know the story quite well. But are what, what are some of the surprises maybe that a viewer of the Christmas special is going to find and discover? Maybe something that's out of the box. I think the out of I think what's out of the box is what is going to continue, what has been a through line from through the chosen from day one. And that is the humanity. Um, just because these individuals were disciples of Jesus or were had a miracle to take place in their lives um, or gave birth to Jesus, they were all still human. And for uh, for a messenger, an angel to come to Mary and say, do not be afraid, to come to Joseph and say, do not be afraid, that you only get told, do not be afraid if you're a human. And you're having, you know, your faith can be through the roof, but you're still a human and have to kind of, we all deal with anxiety. We all deal. It doesn't mean it's winning in our life, but it's always a temptation to, you know, do I do, do I have a moment of anxiety here? Do I have a moment of fear here? Who am I going to put my trust in, in this moment? And so I think we depict that we have this teenager, Mary, the mother, uh, the mother of Jesus that is having to navigate what she's going through. Her whole life has been up total upheaval and she's been nothing but faithful and we're going to depict that really really beautifully i feel one of the most interesting things i think uh, as i have already been able to see it was kind of this back and forth so you're showing mary and joseph going into bethlehem for the census and then there's this flash forward or maybe we're going backwards you know however the story is being told but then you go to an advanced years mary so she's older she's recounting these memories and one of the great surprises to me and obviously something i've never thought of but honestly you think about parents today and this is something that happens is the swaddling clothes and so that's something we know that from the gospels and we we sing about it in our christmas songs but that mary held on to the swaddling clothes that jesus was wrapped in that was that was a complete surprise for me nothing i had considered but again like i have baptisms all the time as a priest and they tell me the story about the baptismal garment this was my great great grandma's wedding dress or something like that so I don't think it's far-fetched at all to think of the fact that Mary probably did, in fact, save that uh, swaddling cloth that Jesus was wrapped in. And so it was a very beautiful moment for me to think about and to meditate about that. That's so beautiful. And just as a mother myself, I, I hold on to my children's favorite toys. I hold on to their favorite things as they grow older and they might've moved on. And it just makes me wonder what else did she might, she have held on to of 
you know, from Jesus as he grew through the years. And so I'm with you as, as a mother, it speaks profoundly and deeply to my heart. So what was kind of the idea behind presenting older Mary and going back and looking at the birth and that kind of that exchange that keeps going? Um, you know, how did that come about and how, how do you think people are going to receive that? I unfortunately can't speak to the creative genius of how our three writers, Dallas, uh, Ryan, and Tyler came to that 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 uh, film mechanism, if you will, but it, it's brilliant. And it, it allows this beautiful tie-in to the current Chosen series. It allows it to all live in one, in the same ecosystem, if you will. So I think, um, I think it's gonna be received, I pray really beautifully well. Um, our heart and our hope is that it would lead people to a deeper, more profound sense of worship because it's showing the backstory of how we creatively envision Jesus's birth. Um, it's anchoring it in a way that I think so few of us would stop and just come to the conclusion, like the swaddling clothes, like you brought up, you know, those are all details that humanize and make it come alive and real. So our prayer is that it would lead people into greater levels of worship, which is why we paired it with many amazing worship songs that they can coexist together. Definitely. And you mentioned Dallas Jenkins, of course, who is the director of The Chosen. He's the, the genius behind it. And this all began when he did a Christmas special for his church many years ago called The Shepherds. And so now here he is revisiting the Christmas story again, presenting it in a new light from The Shepherds now with this idea of the messenger. So how does this differ, do you think, from his original project to this new one that's coming out? There's a really amazing through line that many don't know. So in the original pilot episode, The Shepherd, it was not in the script, but the shepherd arrives on the scene, is meeting Jesus for the first time with Mary and Joseph. Mary's holding, um, actually Joseph might have been holding um, the baby Jesus. And organically, the actor just couldn't help but ad lib, people must know. Yeah. To which the character playing, um, the man playing Joseph responded, people must know. And it was a profound moment that again, wasn't in the script that made Dallas and, and the crew tear up, that they kept it in. So to this day, that line is in. And we have now built this whole episode, this whole Christmas special around the ethos and the call to action of people must know, i.e. the messengers. Uh, the angels of God, which were called messengers historically, um, came to Mary and Joseph to proclaim Jesus what is about to happen. And then we see the portrayal of the outworking of, of Mary's pregnancy, of Mary giving birth, of Jesus being born. And then we're ending with calling it the messengers because we're ending with people must know we are now the messengers. You have now seen and behold and beheld the birth of Christ in such a new light. Um, our hope is that you would now go on and be the messengers because people must know that he was born and not only that he was born, but how he was born and what that says about our God. Um, so, yeah. One of the songs, actually. So, and this is a very interesting special that you guys have come up with because you 
you partnered with all of these great musicians. You know, one of them, one of my favorites, Matt Marr, uh, for example, in King and Country. You have all of these musicians. They're coming together. They're singing these great familiar songs that we're aware of and other songs that they've written themselves. But, you know, to bring in that theme of the messengers, how we must go and tell it, you know, especially in a lot of the advertising, that song, Go Tell It on a Mountain, you know, is right there. And that's what we're being called to do in response to this Christmas story is really to go tell it on the mountain. Couldn't agree more. How do you think people are going to receive the the Christmas concert? Because it's really, you know, a CCM Christmas concert with the episode at the very end, it seems. So it's well done. And I was very moved by a lot of the spoken word too. So there were a few segments of spoken word and which again, gives something to think about uh, and a lot of material to pray about, I think as well. So what do you think the reception is going to be? To be honest, um, I hope amazing. I would imagine some people will just want to be there for the episode and I can't, I can't fault them for that. Um, others I, I, I feel will, will really beautifully see the, our intention of his birth should lead us to worship. That is our greatest hope with the chosen that this show would lead people into a deeper relationship with Jesus to a deeper, um, desire to read the word, a deeper desire to worship. Um, that is our hope. And so we feel like the, the combination of the two are, will, are really beautiful and really intentionally done. The songs were intentionally chosen. The artists themselves were intentionally chosen. Um, there's a really beautiful, as you mentioned, the monologues, which are written by Tyler Thompson, who's one of the writers of The Chosen. Um, the monologues center around the names of God. And we picked four specific names of God that we wanted to journey people into the reality of heat. He was named this because he embodied it and the why. Let's find out the why. Let's understand those 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 sides of God, so to speak. Um, and so we're really excited. We think it's a really beautiful package of just honor and worship towards God. I've worked with different Fathom event theatrical releases, and typically this kind of model is a one-day or a two-day. Usually they're low-budget films that can't have a, a theatrical release, but it allows this message, the story to get told. Now, here you guys are, The Chosen. You're very popular. 300 million downloads of the episodes of the seasons, over 300 million. And so... Now you approach Fathom, you say, let's do this Christmas special. Let's rent out theaters across the country. Let's do it for two days. And you guys sell out immediately and have to extend it for 10 days. So I'm assuming everybody is super excited that this is something that has taken place and the great reception. I don't think anybody should be surprised this was how people received it. But how is everybody, what, what's everybody's thoughts about uh, how everybody's going to be celebrating Christmas with the chosen this year. I mean, we're just marveling at it. Um, I mean, we never doubted um, the dedication of the chosen army to show up out of the gate and buy tickets. Did we think we'd sell out every single theater essentially in, you know, 12 hours and break virtually every record that Fathom has? Um, we're, we're seeing history being made in the theatrical space. Um, we didn't, fully expect that. I think you just kind of don't know what to expect and you just kind of are hands off and are just saying, God, do your thing. Um, but we are really, I will say this, we're deeply honoring um, the reality of what's happening um, through the chosen, through this Christmas special. Um, we have major theater hosts. We have the, the 
you have Regal, you have AMC, you have Cinemark all taking notice of the, this is a faith piece of content that has an immense hunger behind it. And that's not lost on people. And that's breaking us outside of, um, uh, of a Christian echo chamber, if you will, in a really beautiful, authentic way um, that's organic and it's beautiful. And people are responding to that and taking notice. And our, for our mission to be reach a billion people with the authentic Jesus, we're just overjoyed to see it happening. I think it shows and demonstrates that there's this great hunger in culture and society that we've been probably being starved of Jesus, you know, uh, just a lot of people not searching him, but now they're saying there has to be something more, especially with COVID. I think uh, in the past year and a half, people are realizing, well, I need to get my life in order. I need to figure life out and understand who God is. And so the chosen is doing that. And uh, I think it's definitely demonstrated by this reception of the Christmas uh, with the chosen special that's releasing all throughout the country. I'm so excited. It's, it's quite a ride. It's, it's thrilling. Now, uh, of course, uh, the the Chosen is an evangelical project, and so here I am, a Catholic priest. I I love the Chosen, happy to promote it, and um, I'm going to be doing a few little Catholic lessons based on the Chosen uh, Christmas special. But I guess, do you, so do you see any divide that's going to happen because of the, you know, an evangelical background versus a, a Catholic background? Or how do you think the reception of different faith traditions will be? Uh, great question. And I, I don't know if this is common knowledge, but behind the scenes of our team alone, of core leadership, we have extreme diversity um, theologically. Um, and yet we're all unified around this passion and, and desire to see people meet the authentic Jesus. So we have, you know, um, profound Catholic representation, um, uh, profound, we have Messianic Jewish representation through uh, theologians, scholars, um, leaders in our team, um, bringing together, you have evangelical, you have LDS, you have all these different veins of Christianity, if you will, coming together um, and, and not and not trying to create mountains out of moleholes, so to speak, but just trying instead to unify over it is about Jesus. And so I actually think it's doing the reverse. And we're seeing that the fruit of it, the, 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 the people contacting us every day are across the spectrum. We have, you have atheists, you have agnostics, you have Hindu, you have Muslims, you have Buddhists, you have universalists, you have devout Christians, devout Catholics, you have LDS, um, you even have Satanists writing us going, we are really impressed by your representation of Jesus. And it's, and it's, it's changing something profound in my heart. So we're just going yes and amen. One of the things I love about it as a Catholic priest, I really loved the portrayal of Joseph. He was very much depicted as a protector of Mary, a protector of Jesus. You know, sometimes uh, some of the films get it kind of like, Joseph is aloof or something like that. Uh, he's really not engaged, but here he is. And it, it's a, a marvelous portrayal, I think. And of course, Joseph and Mary are the central central figures who bring forth Christ uh, and are the witnesses of his birth. So um, as Catholics, we already have this established devotion to Mary and to Joseph. Uh, in fact, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, had this year of St. Joseph that he called for uh, last year. And so it's concluding December 8th, 2021. For you, I guess, was there any new insight or appreciation that you gained for Joseph uh, through the Chosen Special? 
Such a good question. I think I think any any human that receives an angelic message from God receives that angelic angelic encounter and 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 call to don't be afraid, take her as your wife. This is of me. And for someone to respond and for someone to be teachable and humble and have that much integrity must have been an extraordinary man. And I think to see that represented, especially in a time where I believe, um, where I believe uh, masculinity and, and men are, are really not, we're not treating them the best in society right now, in, in my perspective. And I think to see a man that is truly an honorable man, truly a man of integrity and a man of um, humbleness and meekness, but yet valor is so refreshing. And I think our world needs a lot more of it. Definitely. I think The Chosen is going to make a splash. It's going to be a wonderful event. And are tickets still available throughout the country or are many of the theaters already sold out? We have a lot sold out, but because of the demand, more and more theaters are being added every day. We're, we're coming. Uh, it, it's just amazing. So yes, more tickets can, can be found at thechosen.tv backslash Christmas. You can also, uh, we're also doing church licensing. If churches want to show it, our passion is how do we engage the local church? Because that is where community happens. Um, and we're also doing group sales. So there's something for everybody. Please get your tickets. This is an amazing night of community and worship and adoration towards Jesus and Mother Mary. I live in Door County uh, in Wisconsin, which is a very touristy area. And in Sturgeon Bay, I, I'm friends with one of the Lutheran pastors there and uh, he, he, he messaged me and said, Hey, we're going to be showing the Christmas special. So they, they were some of the people that did the licensing for the Christmas special to show in their church and to, to have that conversation as a faith community. So it's out there, it's available. People just have to try to find it. And, and you said, go to the chosen website backslash Christmas, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to find it. I'd like to thank you so much for joining me today. What an honor to be able to talk with you and what an honor and privilege for me to already have seen uh, the cho uh, Christmas with the Chosen and the Messengers episode. So thanks so much for all your good work and your witness in Hollywood. Thank you, Father. It's uh, been an honor. Thank you. And I look forward to meeting you properly in DC. That will be a real joy. Likewise. So thanks so much.